Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Washington football team nation. What is going on? Six and seven. How's everybody feeling, Todd? What's going on? Got to be feeling good. Have to be feeling good. First four game win streak since 2016. They won three games last year total. They've won four games this year in the last four weeks. So, I mean, you got to be feeling good. I'm feeling good. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling great, man. A little nervous but i guess that comes on with uh it comes with winning so yeah. <laughs> i'm already looking forward to the next week and it's like man how are we gonna beat seattle but, yeah every every game is game of the season really game of the year every every game um i want to say that i think that this should have been this this essentially was and should be called the inaugural chase young game mm-hmm. of the year because he just absolutely took the game over he 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 just took the game over he just dominated the game tell it was it was a sight to see it was a spectacle what something just happened in the browns ravens yes i think i'm behind you i'm probably gonna see it in a second (laughs) but what was yesterday december 13th december 13th as of right now is chase young day or or week was it 14th week 14 is chase young week Yes, I'm. I'm claiming it now. I'm calling it now. Let me see what happens. Is it Chubb? 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 No, I think I'm further behind you. But um, <laughs> how about that, man? Chase Young week. Yeah, you know, in the beginning of the year, I was talking. I, I may have said it on the pod, but I said, you know, Chase Young, he's good enough to win you two games. That's two games he'll win you by himself. You did say that, and that's one. And yeah. I'm hoping the other one comes against Seattle this week. But uh, I really can't believe what I saw last yesterday. That he he just dominated that game. From you know he he didn't kill Trent. I mean I think he was working Trent. He was he was definitely I mean, giving Trent a problem. Yes, in the run game. That's that's what that's what he was working him in the yeah. run game. Yes, he was. So uh, it was fantastic. Uh, a lot of people on Twitter talked about, you know, that was Sean Taylor as the performance he yeah, had, and, yeah. I, and I agree. Yeah. Man, that was that was beautiful. It was it was it was second overall pick. It, it was a second overall pick performance. It was it was a that's why you got him. That's why you were excited to have him. No, that's a first overall. Type of performance. That's a first. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah. a first. You're right. It is. That's a and generational. Uh... The crazy thing is that right across from him, you got Montez Sweat. And so I'm just sitting here thinking, I'm saying Washington has got to find a way to keep these guys, those two guys, for the next 10-plus years. I oh, mean, those guys, to. your bookings for the next 10-plus years, <laughs> yeah, so you're you know, <laughs> and, and then add guys in through the draft and rotational guys. But, I mean, seriously. And, I, and I'm obviously Payne and Allen and I and I settle. 
and other guys will be important. But Sweat and Young, a lot of what they do has to do with those interior guys, but a lot of what they do has to do with who they are. Just phenomenal. Phenomenal. The the turnaround by this defense is just it's insane. So let's start off by doing our top three takeaways. Let's go back and forth. Our top three takeaways from the game, positive or negative. I'll go first. I my first major takeaway from this game is that this defense can be a dominant top five, top ten at worst defense for the next five years. Um yeah, I, I agree with that. I took away that the the run game is I don't know if it's struggling because they popped off some some I, I thought they ran the ball decently. Mc, McKissick the, ran the ball decently yes, well. He ran the ball de- and, and Barber had a few, you know, here and there. <laughs> he had a couple third and two conversions. Yeah. But I thought it was good enough for us to sustain a couple drives, especially when Dwayne came in. So I would say I was the takeaway was the run game wasn't bad, but it it was meh. Yeah. Okay. Man. Yeah. Um, it was good enough for us to for us to win. Right. Okay. I agree. My second takeaway was that this defense. I'm going back to defense again. <laughs> uh, the like the young players are just stepping up so big. I mean, and, and it's not just Cameron Curl and his, you know, interception return, which I was so happy for him. But, I mean, guys like DeShazer Everett, and he's not even that young, but still, he's been solid back there at free safety. Cole Holcomb has been playing. Uh, Kevin Pierre-Lewis absolutely destroyed Juszczyk, the best fullback in the NFL. And then, obviously, the defensive line. Jimmy Moreland, it's really just how well these guys are playing and that they're so young and that they're playing so well. And really, and and the, and the how much that can be attributed to Jack Del Rio coming in and simplifying things and basically saying, "This is what we're going to do. We're not going to do too much. We're going to do this and do it well." And that's what they've done. So, just the 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 youth of the defense and how Jack Del Rio has has amplified and sped up their ability to grow and play well. Yeah, that's that's. That's definitely true. That's definitely true. I think the sim- simplicity of the defense definitely helped. Yeah. And um it can only get better from there, you know. Um Yep. I'll stay on I'll stay on offense then and go with takeaway was Alex Smith. Man, he wasn't we won that game with subpar quarterback play. Essentially the defense won that game for us. But Yeah. He didn't look right from the beginning. Obviously, it's not. Yeah, and and I take away that from the game that we're going to need him. <laughs> from, I just think we need him for this playoff push. Alex, you mean you need yeah. him available, or you need him playing well? We need him playing, just available. I, I think him available is is enough to get us to the playoff. The yeah to the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting that you went there with your second because my third one is that. Going into the offseason, quarterback is is the biggest need. Like, I mean, I've been saying that. Not, <laughs> Sunday didn't change that, but I would hope that it became more clear to people who might not feel that way. It's, it's, it's the biggest need to me because this defense can be dominant for five years, but you will waste those five years if you don't find a, a quarterback who can come in and also be dominant for five years. Mm-hmm. And simply put, Tay, I want – the chase young of quarterbacks 
And that doesn't mean the second overall pick. That doesn't mean generational talent because, you know, it's different for quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I just want a player who can play at the level uh, on offense at quarterback that Chase Young plays on defense at defensive end. That's what I want. That's my standard for quarterback is Chase Young's level of play. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a high standard, but it's my standard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, takeaway is good coaching as usual in the second half we always make adjustments and that's a testament to just good coaching man so yeah uh so okay let's talk about this defense before we go over to the offense because the the team literally i mean they literally won because of the defense i have no faith that the offense would have scored enough to win even if the defense didn't allow many points offense three field goals uh, one of them was off a turnover, so they really only got in position. Them, well, they got in position three times, and one of them was missed. Uh, but the defense literally scored. If the defense didn't have two defensive touchdowns, Washington maybe really doesn't win the game. So, well, let's say. I mean, Chase Young is obvi- was obviously the most impressive player. So let's say after Chase Young, which player on defense were you most impressed with? I'm going to say Bostic. Man, Bostick's been – he is just physical, dude. Like, he, yeah, he is. even in that Pittsburgh game, man, he's just hit. Like, you you could tell, like, this dude hits. And, and he sets yeah. the tone. I think he sets the tone on the defensive end and uh, with those hits and the physicality that he shows. And I'm impressed with him. I, I think he, he played very well yesterday. I haven't looked at the PFF grades and I haven't watched any of the film really. But from what I saw – it looked like he was thumping, and that's what we need. That's what we need. We, I'm getting tired of in the past of just linebackers back there who just scared and timid. And at least he makes his mistakes. He he makes his mistakes a hundred, you know, hundred percent going for it. Even <laughs> right. when he hit Dalton, it was a dumb play. But I'm glad he went. You know, come on, like that's what I like. Bostic is, and he impressed me yesterday with his hitting, uh, his physicality, and um, <laughs> I mean he's been playing well, solid, yeah. average. He- He's been playing better. I feel like he's he he'd be great to be able to come in, uh, you know, as your number two, like as a backup, yeah, you know, and as sure. a leader in the locker room, the for older sure. guy. Because when he's in coverage, that's when the issues start to to arise. Yeah. My guy is Cameron Curl. Maybe that's an easy one. And it's really it's like even without the interception return, I think it could still be Cameron Curl. He was all over the place. He is he is he is playing so well. I mean, to be a seventh round guy. He's tackling so well. He's diagnosing plays well. He's covering well. He's doing everything well. And you hear uh, Brian Baldinger talk about him. And, I I mean, Brian Baldinger is someone you should listen to. He's one of those guys who talks and actually knows football. Mm -hmm. And he loves him. Seventh-round pick. And he's coming in, and he's playing better than the guy you paid $60 million for. And so I just I am so impressed with and so when Cameron Curl got his interception, I was so, so happy for him because remember, he almost had one earlier in the game, Mm -hmm. an interception. Mm -hmm. And I I want all these young guys in the secondary on defense. I want them to get, you know, whatever the biggest play is for them. I want it to happen for them. And for Cameron Curl as a defensive back, you know, that's that's that's, since that's an interception return for a touchdown. So I was just so happy for him. That's. That's who impressed me most, most defensively after Chase Young, the obvious choice. <laughs> um, I mean, there was one play on defense I didn't love that Jack DeRio. I feel like there's probably one or two calls a game by Jack DeRio that, that you're not going to love. There was a third and four where you had both. It was a linebacker blitz, and you had Montez Sweat and Chase Young both drop, and, and then 
uh, Mullins had to hold the ball for a bit and was able to convert because there wasn't pressure. It's because mm-hmm. the two best rushers weren't rushing. You know, so, you know, I don't love that, but one or two plays a game is better than Greg Minuski. So I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think Jack Doria has done a fantastic job. And I think the conversation of if he'll leave to be head coach after this year, I don't, I don't think so at all. I, maybe next year. Yeah, I don't I don't see Jack DeRio or Scott Turner especially getting calls about head coaching jobs after this year. And I'm hoping they're grooming somebody behind them, you know, underneath yeah. them. Yeah, so someone who can yeah. just come in and keep it going. Yeah, and and you gotta I mean, your def- your your head coach is a defensive mastermind as well. So we're in good hands, even yeah. if he does leave. I'm I'm sure they're they're hopefully they're developing someone younger behind them that's just watching and just trying to so just in case that does happen yeah i agree um now like we said the defense won the game literally in terms of scoring they scored 14 and put you in position for three so 17 points directly attributed to the defense offensively it was it was bad man uh alex smith was eight for 19 57 yards interception and the interception was terrible Dwayne Haskins was seven for 12, 51 yards with a very close interception that would have put the 49ers right back in the game. Even Isaiah Wright was 0 for 1, almost took a sack. <laughs> uh, I, I've gone back and I've kind of watched it, Tay. And I mean, I, I, a lot of it came down to not sustaining drives because of not converting third downs. And a lot of the not converting third downs happened because of quarterbacks not making the play. Let's talk about Alex Smith first because he got hurt, but he was, he was off long before he got hurt. Yeah. And he wasn't under an, an enormous amount of pressure more than usual. He was just off. I, like, is there, is there any reason you think, do you think that his, do you think he's just, you know, getting older in terms of like literally physically or his legs getting tired do you think the 49ers defense is just kind of good and they were just confusing him? Do you think it was just his usual uh, first half slow start? It was slower than usual, though. 49ers defense is good. <laughs> it is good. It's, it's really good. See, and it is. But, like, the first throw was the miss to McLaurin where he was open. Yeah. You know, I, I could tell it was going to be one of those games because they put the statistic up right before the game. Two teams he's never beat is San Francisco and Kansas City. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so I could, it. I could, yeah, I could tell that that's how it was kind of going, gotcha. you know, but their defense is, is really good. And he may have been hurt or yeah, I don't know if he stretched out. I don't know the, the circumstances that he was going through right then and there, but um, I think that defense is good. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to watch the San Francisco defense next week against Dallas because that defense is Selah is a good coach. He's a good. He's a good coach. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's a head coach somewhere next year. Seriously. But, um, assuming you got to think, you got to yeah. think. We have we have no weapons. I mean, going into that game on the road, they're probably like, okay, Gibson. Is, I mean, Gibson is out. All we have to worry about is Terry, and then after that, nobody else. You know, in a sense, you know, that's what they're probably thinking, and yeah. they executed their game plan pretty well. And we only got field goals in the in the red zone. Yeah, um, do you, are you? I'm. I mean, there's not really a better alternative. But like, have you do you, have your thoughts or opinions going into next week in Seattle in re, in regards to Alex Smith change? Like, are you a bit more concerned? 
No, I think hopefully if he's if he's healthy, if he's healthy, if if it's just a mild calf strain and he's ready to roll, I don't, I'm not concerned because um, I'm expecting him to do what he he's been doing, and my expectations aren't high, but I do expect him to manage the football game, put us in good situations, and um, not put our defense in bad situations and stuff like that. So yeah, sustain drives, you know, typical Alex Smith. Yeah, of course, of course. But I, we need that. Yeah, that's what we need. Um, I mean, typical Alex Smith yesterday, and you're probably scoring 30, you know, mm-hmm. 33 because the, the defense put 14 up for you. I don't know. I just um, – I'm going to say I am a little concerned just because the 49ers defense is good, but the plays he was missing didn't really seem like they were being caused by the defense mm, because yeah. he's faced pressure all year. Um, but the the – it was really the misses, like like the the physically he was missing, he was inaccurate, and that was concerning to me. I mean, you had the one to Terry on the first throw, you had another one to Terry on third down where he came up short, uh, you had one to McKissick where he just sailed it out of bounds. Uh, so I'm that's it is it was concerning just because I'm not sure the cause of it. Now Seattle's defense is not great, so hopefully you can get back on track there. But I was a little concerned about that. And I wonder about whether or not they're going to be extra careful because it is his, you know, surgically repaired leg that was the injured one. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if they're just going to be extra cautious. You know, I mean, I would, but I wouldn't have played him at all. So who knows? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if he's well enough to play, I guess he's well enough to play. Now, if that happens, if he does play on Sunday and then you kind of see a similar performance, then that starts to change things for me. And I'm not even saying bench him, but I'm saying suddenly the conversation goes from, oh, will we have Alex for next year to do we have Alex for next year? You know, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see. It was it was it was a half of football. Let, oh, Baker. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, um, OK, so let's talk about Dwayne Haskins. Then he came in. He was seven for 12. Do you feel like you saw a different Dwayne Haskins than we saw weeks one through four or the same Dwayne Haskins? You go first. Uh, I, I want to say this different. I'm going to give him benefit of that. I think he was different. Um, different sent, better? Because <laughs> he could be different. Slightly better. But yeah. slightly, okay. slightly. Slightly better, yeah. I think he... Uh, was more decisive. He took the check down a couple times. Um, the sack was bad. Um, what else? It was I want to look back things. at that sack, and there was it was it was bad. There was nobody open. Well, really, his check down was open, but I guess he didn't have time to get to it. He was free off the edge, but yeah. I saw when the um, when the the when the when the run game was going. I like the rhythm that they were in. Right, right. He was right. That was that first it. drive out of halftime mm-hmm. when they when they if, got to the three yard line. And if he can, if if you can, it all comes down to the Turner's play calling. So like, I don't, I, I'm, I don't know. It's going to be a tricky week, man, because it's like this is a big game, and it is a big game. You 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 would like Gibson there, but. I'm and and you would I bet he I bet he's not playing again though. No, uh, I, I I'll go on record saying I don't think he's playing. I will save him till week seventeen against Philly. Yeah, 
I think I mean you can Gibson is great to have. You can win without him and save mm-hmm. him for if you mm-hmm. make the playoffs. But go ahead. Yeah, I think he was decisive with the football and when he was in rhythm when they got the run game. I liked I liked it, but then afterwards when he had to put the ball in his hand and like third and long and that's when he struggled a little bit. Yeah. So no, you're right. Yeah. So for me, quarterbacking is about the the best quarterbacks in the NFL are able to string together enough good plays, solid plays, accurate plays to get you down the field to score. And if they make a bad play, they're able to string together more good plays after it to make up for it. So a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Russell Wilson on average, you know, for every, what, let's say 10 good plays, then they have a bad play or seven, whatever you want to say. For Dwayne, it seems to be a much smaller ratio, you know, and when I say bad, I don't mean an ugly interception. I mean a play that doesn't allow the play to work. I mean, I mean, play by the quarterback that doesn't allow the play to work. I mean, you could miss by an inch, but that counts as that. And for Dwayne, it seems that he's not able to string together enough solid plays consistently to keep the ball moving. He had the good first drive, like you talked about, and the running game was working. It's, it, to me, it seems like they got away from running with McKissick when they shouldn't have because he was running well. Mm-hmm. But it was the third downs. Now, I mean, the, 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 the one of Steven Sims, it was a drop. Yeah. But also it wasn't a good throw. But also it was, it was, it was a drop, but it was a drop. It was a, it was a type of play where your receiver now needs to help you out. Yeah. To me. Yeah. yeah. And and I think he does need to help him out. But I also think he shouldn't have needed him to help him out. He should have been able to put it where he could catch it and run. Mm-hmm. So I put that on both of them. But but I personally have higher standards for the quarterback. And then the, the, the main one is the miss to Terry McLaurin, where it just seems like <laughs> it, it's tough. Honestly, it's tough, dude, because it, it just feels like it feels like he doesn't play horribly. But there's enough plays that don't that he doesn't make happen that make up all the difference in the end that's what it feels like yeah uh that the one to mclaurin was just really bad i mean it was one play but it was terrible i mean mclaurin was wide open he wasn't (laughs) under pressure it was third and ten you would get to the yard you needed and he threw a dart in there (laughs) much harder than you would ever need a ball to be thrown in that situation and missed it i mean i'm not even sure if mclaurin catches that missed it high not even low missed it high it should have been picked. You know why the first guy didn't pick it? Because he threw it so hard. <laughs> that's what, so that's the one good thing I'll say is that that miss was so it was the ball had so much velocity the defensive back couldn't catch it. But there's a part of me that is curious to see him come out against the Seahawks and play Dwayne. Um, not that I prefer him to play, but there's a part of me that's curious to come out and see him play because what he showed to me was like I think I agree with you on the slight improvement. But it wasn't the type of improvement that tells that, that tells me anything positive going into the future. I mean, at the end of the day, they scored two field goals after halftime. Yeah. Or was it one field goal? One field goal. One. It was yeah, thirteen, one, it was... and then they had the camera curl touchdown. One field goal right. out of halftime. Uh, so, <laughs> who do you think is going to just your gut feeling is Alex or Alex or Dwayne on Sunday? Uh, Alex. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say Dwayne. I, I I just I feel like they're gonna be extra careful with Alex. And and on top of that, it's not just careful. If 
if he's like his velocity kind of seemed to be a problem a couple of times on Sunday on the ball, mm-hmm. throwing the ball. So I'm going to just go out on a limb and say, Alex. Now, there was something interesting to me that J.P. Finley tweeted that Ron Rivera said, basically saying that uh, if Alex can't play, Dwayne will get all the reps and a game plan will be designed specifically for his strengths. <laughs> now, this is interesting, Tay. Stay with me and tell me what you think, because I'm I'm a firm believer that coaches should not try to fit guys into their system. They should mold what they like to do, you know, around guys that they have. But there's a balance because you want to get guys that work with what you like to do. You don't want to get guys that don't work and change everything you do for those guys. Right. But mm-hmm. in Scott Turner's case, being his first year, work to your player's strengths. That's one side of it. The other side of it is saying this guy can't do this, 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 or this. So we're not going to do that. We're only going to do these things he can do. And to me, when I read that and I hear that, what Ron Rivera is saying, it, it sounds to me like he's saying, we're going to do the things that Dwayne Haskins can do. Dwayne Haskins can do. And, and, and it's in my mind, limiting what we as an offense can do. What do you think about that? I think he may be, I'm going to go on the opposite end where he may be inadvertently talking about Turner. Okay. And how Turner could have um, adjusted his playbook. You know, Ron's always said, we got to, our coaches got to do a better job putting our players in the best situation. He said that all, he's, he's been saying that all year, especially with, yeah. about the linebackers, especially, you know. Yeah. And um, I think that w- that was an announcement for, Turner, like, hey, all right, you know, this mm. we're going to do, or or him just owning up to the fact of saying, you know, the first time we messed up, now let's, you know, this time we're going to do something better where we can kind of, ad- you know, adapt, you adapt, know, okay, adapt. I mean, you know, the the team is playing better, so it'd be it'd be interesting to see Dwayne. I mean, to me, what they were doing weeks one through four was different. I, it, like, I feel like what they were doing weeks one through four was trying to play to his strengths more. And maybe that is throwing more screens and stuff. So I'd be curious to see if Dwayne does play and what we see in terms of designing a game plan around him is really mm-hmm. what we saw weeks one through four. More bubble screens, uh, more swing routes from the running backs. I don't know. I'll be interested to see. the one. I mean, I'm rooting for Dwayne. I'd love to see him come out and play well. I'd love to see it. But I'd love to see it. That's all I'm going to say. The one thing is, the main thing is you can just tell the zip on his ball compared to the zip on Alex's ball is just, <laughs> there's a big difference. And yes. that's, I don't care too much about, I don't, I don't give quarterbacks a big bump when they have great arm strength. Cause there's so many that have great arm strength that don't have great anything else. Um, but to me, that speaks more to Alex and his, his, you know, just getting older decline His he's starting to lose some velocity or to get the velocity he needs. He has to really wind up for it. With Dwayne, that's not the case. Dwayne can flick that ball. But sometimes for Dwayne, that's the bad thing because he flicks it when he needs to, you know, throw it a little softer like the mm-hmm. one to Terry. Well, you see, this, this is an I- ideal situation for Dwayne um, where Alex, say if this is Alex last, last game, um, he's did more than what we've expected to this point. Yeah. And now I believe it would be fitting if Dwayne finished it off. I mean, although I want Alex to play, but I'm saying for the situation, yeah. it would be fitting for Dwayne to, hey, 
Lead this is your chance. Yeah, this is your chance. If if you want to be the if I'm Ron, I'm saying, look, if you want to be the quarterback and you're starting this week, show me. You got three games. Get us to the playoffs. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, <clears throat> I'll say this: if that happened, and Alex played, uh, not Alex, and Dwayne played, and he played well enough to get to the playoffs, but he was playing like how Alex was playing, then I don't want Dwayne as my quarterback next year. No, <laughs> I would want to. I would need Dwayne to light it up for three weeks. But what if he did? You know, I don't Super know Bowl? because if you want Super Bowl, then sure. Why not? <laughs> what if he did? I'm saying, like, <laughs> all right. What if, guys? I'm not. Don't know. What if he? I mean, if you think about it, you you said it earlier. I believe we're a quarterback and a big time receiver away. I think the defense is Super Bowl ready, playoff ready. Maybe not Super Bowl ready, but playoff ready. Playoff ready. I agree. I think they can be Super Bowl ready next year. I don't even think that's too positive or biased. What if he gets hot in this stretch? He got hot in the end of last year. So, I he mean, did, maybe, so. but we'll I'm see. not. I I looked. I would love for that to happen. I hope that that would happen. Based now, the best for me, the best indicator of the past is oh, no, no. The best indicator of the future is the past. So I wouldn't anticipate it happening, but I'm rooting for it to happen if he has to yeah. play. Yeah. If t- if 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 Dwayne had to start for the the next the last three games of the season and then in the playoffs, so if Dwayne started for seven games, three regular season, four playoffs, one or three playoffs, one Super Bowl, and led this team to win Super Bowl, by all means, by all means, he he deserves a chance to come in next year. Now the now the odds of this happening, I'm putting at hmm, 05 percent. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I just want to, you know, because I mean, it's a, you never know what can. I mean, the way this season been going, you'd I mean, be you know, you never know. And I I'm mean, not saying look, Super Bowl, but I'm saying he can come in and light it up. And yeah, you never know. You I never know. It would just, I, I, I'll just, I'll hold any judgment if it happens. You know, if it happens until it happens. Um, okay, so what? What if he goes out this week? He starts. And gets about 250, two touchdowns, which I doubt, but two two touchdowns because I don't know. Seattle's defense was playing well. So um, yeah, two touchdowns, and they win the game 24-14. Um, do you start them next week, or do you go back with Alex? Mm. If Alex is 100% healthy. I, I, that's a, man, that's a good question. Ooh, gosh, dang it. <laughs> um, I Are you confident starting him the next week against Car- at, at home against, against Carolina? Carolina? Yeah. I don't know, man. I think I might go back to Alex just because. I, <laughs> See I what I'm saying? You I know, Alex is, I just feel like, Al, you know, Alex is, is, has been the guy that, that has been respected and, and, and led to this point. So it wouldn't really be so much a knock on Dwayne. It'd be more of a, such a big boost for Alex but because again because because I feel like if you do that people kind of get it but if you keep Dwayne and then Dwayne stinks it up and you lose to the Panthers it'll be well but then if he did it I wouldn't you know we roll with the hot hand I get that too so that's a good question I don't know what would you do I don't know (laughs) no no I had to answer you have to answer (laughs) Uh, I think you roll Alex (laughs) I mean go back to Alex yeah but but then again Carolina, you gotta, you gotta think. Carolina's not a not a pushover. No, but you gotta think. Ron wants that game, so Ron wants that game. 
So yeah. everybody's going to play a little bit harder than – so I think that – Yeah, yeah. Whoever starts a quarterback, I think they'll win that game. Yeah. Um, now Philly, week 17. <laughs> Yeah, playing. I need Alex. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. And, and look, Jalen Hurts is playing now. So I, I mean, it was one game for Jalen, but you know, quarterbacks can you know provide a little boost, and he's a running threat that Carson Wentz was not. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But if it's like a, I mean, at this point, I feel like every game is a winning in type of game, and that's the mentality you got to have, right? So yeah, I, I think I, I do believe if if they win this game against Seattle, I think. They're in. I I agree. Not, not necessarily mathematic. I mean, not not like mathematically, clenched. but not clinched. But but I think that they could honestly maybe lose their last two and still win it yeah. at that point. Yeah. I mean, it's not not like guarantee, but I'm putting the odds up. Yeah. And I mean, because the Giants Cause I play, have, I can't see us beating. It's going to be very hard going into Philly Week 17. You think it's going to be a tough one? I think that's gonna be really good. Their defense is solid, dude. They, oh, I mean, man. they're yeah, their defense good, they, and they you know they they still get a lot of pressure. But I, I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. That's the Eagles. I don't know. They've just been so. And they off. just beat. They just beat the Saints. I mean, they so. did. Wentz was a, <laughs> Wentz was really playing poorly, which sucks and is weird because I don't think he's a bad player, but, but they they beat the Saints who are still good and their defense has been has been good, but. Taysom Hill Saints is still not yeah. the Breeze Saints. Yeah. So I don't know. The Eagles play who this week? Cardinals. Eagles play Cardinals. Okay. I'm curious to see that the, one. The Eagles lose, they're pretty much done. Yeah. They have to win out. Suddenly, if if the Eagles win and Washington loses, suddenly they're only a half game back. Yeah. Giants play the Browns. Giants kind of went back to reality against the Cardinals. I'm not sure about that Browns game. The Browns are a good team. Even though the Browns, right we now. need we need the Browns to lose this game. That way they come to New York they're mad. mad right, they need right, to win. Right. They the Browns next week is a must win if they lose this game uh, yeah. against the Ravens. Yeah, it's shaking out to be a uh, a down to the wire finish for now mm-hmm. at least. Things obviously could change week to week. If Washington wins this week and the Eagles and the Cowboys and the Giants lose. Then for sure, I think it's done. I think it's over. Yeah, what would need to happen? If that were to Cowboys happen, will, Cowboys would be done. Cowboys would be done. Eagles, would, Eagles be done. would be done. Uh, the Giants would need to win their last two and Baltimore. Washington to lose both. Lose both. And they play yeah. Baltimore and the Cowboys, and Washington plays the Panthers and the Eagles. So I mean, it's, it's like it's definitely not over literally, but just yeah. <laughs> I think it's as you know. I think you're at about ninety percent. Then odds. I, I tell you what, if we if we come out of that one o'clock game with a win, I'm feeling good. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. Yeah, I mean that's it's going to be. I'm, well, we'll talk about the Seattle game yeah. from that time. It's just going to be. It's the best quarterback, and I think the best offense they'll have faced all year. So it's going to be a big test for the secondary. Uh, I think more than the D line. Who's better? Arizona at the time. I mean, that's that's my one thing. Arizona at the Rams. Time. But offense maybe, but not quarterback. Okay, quarterback. Okay. But 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 Cardinals at the time is a good one. Cardinals is elite at the time. <laughs> they were at the time. I don't know what happened to the Cardinals. But yeah, okay. Well, um, yeah, it was that was a fun game though on Sunday. That was a fun game. That was there was a lot of getting up and yelling and running around yeah, on Sunday, right? Compare that to like the. <laughs> 
Bengals game. Yeah. <laughs> that game was there was a lot of getting up and running and and man. And if the offense could have gotten off the ground, I think it's a it's a thirty or a thirty three or a thirty seven to fifteen game. Oh, easily, easily. You know, and poor Nick Mullins, he, he's not supposed to be starting. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, four games, man. I'm 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 impressed. Ron Rivera is making such a big impact. It cannot be understated. So I'm. If he gets this one, if he gets this one in Seattle, I mean, at home versus Seattle. Yeah, they were my they're my upset pick on the year, and and I stand by them not being the same team when they're on the on the East Coast. So, I mean, the Eagles could have beat the Seahawks too. Really, a few weeks ago. Remember? Oh yeah, they They went for it on fourth down a couple of dumb times. Went through a terrible pick at the end. They they defensively Mm -hmm. they were really holding them down. So, all right, that's all I've got. Tay, you got anything else to add? No, that's it. We'll we'll see y'all soon. Get uh, get ready for the Seahawks game. Yep. We'll be back uh, later this week. This is Todd. This is Tay. Thanks for listening. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.